where do you go to find authenticity and truth? Nobody wants to talk about the skeletons in their closet, the nitty gritty, or the failures, all of which I believe are the most important parts of anybody's story of success. This is a place where we say what nobody else is saying. Truth with Tara, welcome to the fold. What's up, guys? You are listening to Truth with Tara, and today's episode is about how it all got started. So a lot of people ask me, so how did you know that you were going to be a singer? Like, when was it for you? And if you ask me, um, it's a bit of a different story than if you ask my mom. My mom would say that I was singing before I was speaking or walking um, and that I would sing E-I-E-I-O in my crib. I cannot confirm or deny that because she says I was 10 months old. And that's just too young for me to remember. However, I do remember a moment for me personally, and it was also kind of freakishly young. I remember being in the back of my mom's beat up blue old Toyota and I was in a car seat. So I was young enough to be in a car seat. And I remember singing and humming to myself as my mom was driving along this this road that had construction and it was a bumpy road. And I remember singing. And while we went over the bumps, my voice kind of went, uh, you know, and created this sort of, you know, fake vibrato. It, it didn't come from me. It was simulated because of the bumps in the road. But I remember my mom looking in her rear view and saying to me, pretty Tara. <laughs> and I remember at that moment in, in my youngness and in my car seat thinking to myself, hmm, if that's pretty, maybe I can do that on my own. And that is how I learned to sing with vibrato. This is a really important story, and I'm going to tell you why. It applies directly to you, and here's how. I get thousands of emails, literally thousands, telling me, I'm from Australia, I'm from China, I'm from Thailand, I'm from Bangkok, I'm from the Philippines, I'm from South America, I'm from Germany, I'm from all over the world, right? You are all over the world, and you write me and you tell me, how sad you are because you love to sing so much, but you're just not good at it. And I say to you, you just haven't gone over the bumps in the road. Because I truly believe in my heart that anybody, including you, can learn how to sing. Singing is 90% mental and 10% talent. And if something is that much mental, then it's totally believable that you cannot sing if you don't believe you can actually. But what I learned in that car seat that day is that I could simulate something situationally that maybe just maybe later on I can learn through muscle memory. And so that's exactly what I did. I remembered the feeling and I remembered the sound of those bumps making my voice shake. And, and as I would hum and as I would sing and as I got older, I remembered and created that simulation within my body. I recreated that situation. I would kind of shake myself or I would, I would move my hands really fast to make my head shake while I was singing. And sooner or later, my voice caught up to that mechanical movement and started doing it on its own. And that's how my vibrato was born. Now, vibrato 
is really a hallmark of something you want to hear in a good singer. And so a lot of people may be able to sing on pitch. They may be able to sing on rhythm, but they don't have vibrato. And so it tends to be a very vanilla and very kind of um, just straight sound that's that's not very colorful and it's kind of boring. Vibrato allows you to do a lot of things with your voice and it allows you to flourish long notes in a way that's very pleasing to the listener's ear. So when you come to me in those emails and you tell me like, I'm so sad because I love to sing, but I just can't. It, it used to make me laugh, but now it kind of makes me cry. I laugh because I was in disbelief, but now I cry because I believe that you believe what you're saying. But I also know that that belief is wrong. And so how it all got started for me was an accident that turned into something intentional. And I use that in my lessons that I coach my students in all over the world. I use that in the course that I've created, the courses that I've created actually, to show you that you too can learn how to sing. Anybody really can. Now, Let's be real too, and let's be very honest, transparent, and genuine and authentic about the fact that there are gradients of talent that are God-given, that are innate, that are put into us at birth with many different mediums of skill, okay? This could be like, my kid is just a born drummer. In fact, that's a true story. My son, Jaden, is five, and he has been drumming on tempo to a metronome since he was 10 months old. Yeah, we're, uh, we're still dealing with that. But anyway, everybody has different levels of innate talent. Okay. I'm not talking about innate talent here. I'm talking about baseline work that can be improved upon. That's what I'm talking about. Now, great, awesome, wonderful. If you have a large level of innate talent, then you're definitely ahead of the game. But I tell you what, I have taught students who have large levels of innate talent and a really crappy work ethic. And the students who have low levels of innate talent but a great work ethic, great attitude and mindset, I have seen them surpass those with the large levels of innate talent. It's sad, but it's true. And you know what? Maybe not so sad. Maybe those students do deserve it with the good work ethic. I would say so, actually. So I'm going to correct myself there. If you have both, though, if you have a large amount of innate talent and a teachable spirit, a coachable spirit, someone who is ready to work, willing to shift their mindset, willing to believe what they're being told and willing to be poured into, well, then you've got the makings of what could be a superstar. Now, I get it. Some people's goals are not necessarily to be superstars. That's totally fine. I have students and I have people in my courses who, man, their goal is to be in the high school musical. They want to be on the worship team. They want to be in the choir. Uh, they want to do Broadway totally awesome. They want to be recording artists. They want to be voiceover artists. They want to be backup singers. I mean, the list goes on and they want to be music teachers or private vocal uh, teachers as well. I mean, hey, whatever you do, you want to do to the best of your ability though. And everybody's got a goal and it doesn't have to be to be a Grammy award-winning artist. So all that to say, how it started for me um, was kind of, kind of really serendipitous, I feel, because it set me on a path to show people as a, as a life purpose that you don't have to be born singing to become a good singer. And I really think that that's such a sad lie that we're taught and told. And sometimes we're not even taught and told. We just tell ourselves, you know, that, that this is a thing and I don't have it. And if you, you got it, you got it. And if you don't, you don't. And that's just not true. Some people do got it you know, and that can always be grown. I, I can take people from great to stars and I can take people from good to great and I can take people from bad to good. You know, there, there are gradients of starting point, but 
man, the finish line is endless and and it's a journey that's just so beautiful. So if you're listening to this today and you're someone who has had that false belief all their lives, I want to speak to you right now. I want you to open up your heart and I want you to listen to this. You have what it takes to improve in anything. But since this is, you know, topically today on music and on singing, I want to speak to you and tell you, you have what it takes to be a better singer. 110%. I bet my career on it. And I keep betting my career on students just like you every single day, all the time. And I'm so glad that I do. It's such a blessing to me to pour out into someone and then to hear that someone not only love themselves more, believe in themselves more, but hear themselves back and have tears of joy stream down their face. It's almost like teaching them to be heard and to matter for the first time. And what a gift that is. It is so stinking special. I absolutely love what I do. It's kind of like, you know, those makeover shows on TV, you know, when you take that person out of the crowd and their hair is all messed up and they got no makeup on and they're wearing clothes that are like two sizes too big for them and their nails are all jacked up and they, they take them and they take them shopping, they do their hair, their makeup. And then there's this big reveal at the end, right? And the person looks in the mirror and they see themselves in a different way than they've ever seen themselves before for the very first time. And it's like a, a rebirth. It's like that person is, is loving themselves because they've, they've been shown something of themselves from someone else for the very first time. It's like pulling back the curtain on the innermost parts, on the, on the inner desires of the heart and saying, hey, you matter. I see you. I hear you. And you know what? You have a voice and it deserves to be heard. And I'm so grateful for a mom who back in the day in that car seat wasn't busy on her phone listening to music or on the phone talking to someone or listening to a podcast or whatever. I'm so grateful that she was paying attention to me to notice something so simple as a mistake because of a bump in the road, because it started me on a path of making sure that I in my life notice those simple mistakes, quote unquote, in others. And build upon those as muscle memory and as, as improvements in their voice and in their life. You know, what I do, I consider to be a high calling. I don't take it lightly and neither do the coaches that I train and that coach for me at, at Tara Simon Studios. We end up truly also being life coaches. I mean, there's tissues in every single one of our rooms. And, you know, I, I could go on and on about stories of students whose not just voices have been changed, but whose self-esteem and confidence has been Um, just elevated in such a, a significant way because nurturing talent isn't just about the talent. It's about the mindset. It's about the, the skill set, Yes, but it's about the mindset and the heart condition and the heart, heart posture of that person as well. And, you know, a lot of times, listen, guys, you, you carry around a lot of stuff, (laughs) you know, you're, we all are, we're carrying around all sorts of stuff, all sorts of baggage with us. And that, that weighs us down. And listen, music is freeing. It is the universal language. We are meant to make a joyful noise on this earth. I a hundred percent believe that is part of the intrinsic design of the human condition. We are designed by God to make a joyful noise, to worship and to be creation. We are human beings, not human doings. I'm preaching myself right now. (laughs) And, And sometimes we lose sight of that. And we lose sight of our voices. We lose sight of our mattering. And we we put ourselves in the back burner. We put our kids, we put our jobs, we put our husbands, our wives, we put our families, 
sometimes even travel or bills or whatever. We put all these things in front of ourselves. And when I say ourselves, I mean like our innermost self, that childhood dream, that heart cry that we have been denying and ignoring for so much of our adult life. And actually, um, there's a really, really cool story. When I first started my, my eight-week course thing, Smarter Not Harder, one of the first people to join was a man named Steve. And, and the first thing I do, um, for those of you who haven't been in the course, the first thing I do is I ask you why you're here and I want you to write it down and send it to me. And it's a very important, maybe the most important part of the course, although it has nothing to do with singing. Um, instead of writing down his why, Steve sent me a video. And he's actually to date the only person who's done this since because it's not asked and that's fine. But he sent me this video and I'm watching it kind of startled. I'm like, why is this person sending me a video? And his eyes are all red. And, and he says, hi, Tara, this is my third attempt at taking this video. I wanted to send you a video instead of writing you because I've never been asked such a question in my life. No one's cared about why I'm doing anything. And I wanted to tell you my why of joining Sing Smarter, Not Harder. He said, I'm a 65-year-old man. And, and I believed him. He was totally gray. Really, really nice guy. Um, I'm a 65-year-old man. And I have loved to sing all my life. But I never have. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what? <laughs> You've loved to sing all your life, but you never have. What is That's like an oxymoron if I've ever heard one. So continue to press play again. And he said, I was in a choir when I was six years old and I was so excited to sing. And as I learned the song and as I got more confident in singing it, I sang louder in the choir. And one day the choir teacher came up to me and said, Stephen, why don't you just mouth the words instead of singing? Because what comes out isn't really that good. And he started to cry again in the video. <laughs> and I might cry now. <laughs> and he said, so you have to understand that for 59 years of my life to date, I've been carrying around this voice in my head that said, I shouldn't be heard because what comes out isn't very good. And from then on, I believed that my voice, not just my singing voice, but that my voice didn't matter. And therefore I didn't matter. Until I heard you say one day on your YouTube channel that singing is 90% mental and 10% talent. And I thought, could it be? Could I actually fix this voice that doesn't sound very good and get back to the dreams of being heard once again? So I joined your course and I have to tell you, I'm on day three and I'm already hearing things that are better and I'm so grateful. So thank you so much for asking me for this why. It actually was a great therapeutic exercise for me to do it and send to you I'm, if you ever watch it, which by the way, Steve, I watch it and I talk about it all the time. So thank you for the video, dude. But uh, guys, th this is a story from a real person who really matters and whose voice, because of someone's bad advice and terrible, um, terrible opinion, really, of, of a kid at six stuck with him his entire life until he was 65 years old. And I'm telling you this, don't let that be you. I don't really care if it has nothing to do with singing. If there is something that is burning within you to do, if there is a desire that God has put deep within your heart and you know beyond a, a shadow of a doubt, like this is part of what I'm designed to do. I have no idea how I'm going to do it, but this is what I'm designed to do. I have a word for you. 
get to doing it. Like, I really don't care what that first step is. I don't care if you're crawling. I don't care if you're stretching or reaching for it. I don't care if you're jetting for the door. Take whatever positive forward step you can. Because Steve is 65. He's still got a lot of life to live. Thank God. And he's going to get it right. And his ladder will be greater than his past. And I'm so grateful that I could speak that truth into him, that he believed it enough to bet on himself and to bet on me and to bet on the course to change that for him. And it's a very happy ending to that story. Now, Steve's singing all over and, and he's not ashamed of his voice and he is able to be heard and to know that he matters. And his wife loves to hear him sing. And it's, it's such a great ending to that story of being silenced at six. But whatever that is for you, I just want to encourage you and tell you right now, whether it's going for a job or, or really I'm meant to be a mom and, and I, I just, I don't see, I don't see how I'm going to have kids. Well, okay. What about adoption? I mean, there's so many options. If you're a singer on here and you're listening and you happen to be inspired, but think, well, that's one person. It might not be for me. Listen, homegirl, listen, dude, bro, whoever you are watching this, I'm telling you, this is for you too. It doesn't take anybody extraordinary to do extraordinary things. It takes an extraordinary person to believe because an ordinary person mixed with belief equals extraordinary. That's what makes someone extraordinary, not just them being born extraordinary. Nobody is. Everybody's got different giftings. And I'm just wanting to encourage you today, just like I was able to encourage Steve, take it from him. You can do this. Like you do have a voice. You do deserve to be heard. You do matter in so many ways. And especially when it comes to singing, especially when it comes to singing, because look, it doesn't say in the Bible, make a, make a fantastic, devalicious Beyonce noise. Okay. It says what? It says make a joyful noise. Okay. Sometimes joyful means off pitch. That's okay. But I can teach you to be on pitch too. (laughs) You don't have to stay off pitch, right? But just like Steve took a bet on himself and he chose to believe something different than what he was told. My prayer for you today, if you're listening to this, when I tell you how it all began for me, how it all got started, it came from an accident that turned into something more intentional, that then turned into habit, that then turned into belief, that then turned into my career. It turned into what I do for a living day in and day out, all from something like a bump in the road. So, you know, next time you're going down a construction lane (laughs) and you're really bumpy, think of me and think, hmm, what bump in the road in my life am I missing? Maybe I'm grumbling about the bump in the road, but maybe, just maybe, God's trying to show you a gifting of yours or an open door or a new path forward with just a simple bump in the road. I really hope you guys enjoyed listening to my story today. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's all sorts of links there to help support you on any vocal journey you might be interested in taking. If you haven't done so already, you can become a terabyte by subscribing to my YouTube channel. It's free. I do all sorts of tutorials on there. I react to amazing singers all over the world. I've got some original series on there as well that you might find very beneficial. I love you guys. I am proud of you. Make sure today, most importantly, that you spread faith, not fear, love, not germs, be a blessing in a stranger's life because that is how we change the world and I'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah, I know that you don't gotta love-